Jacqueline's near the podcasting beast with the gentleman and scholar, the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the troll master, the data analyzing engine, the conqueror of his own fate. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Terminator, Professor Omega. I just want to give a big shout out to Stephen Curry for breaking the all time three point shot making. Oh, record. you don't care about that crap. He took um, 99 million threes. You don't care. Of course, he's going to break the record. He took 99 million threes. He's stepping back. He's not looking at the rim. You mentioned him not looking at the rim. You don't even like those shots. You don't respect that crap. He should have went eight, not seven. He should have went to the Knicks. He should have broke dead with the Knicks, not on the Knicks, but with the Knicks. I didn't say that one word Doc has just spewed <laughs> whatsoever. I just need to put that on record. Because <laughs> I didn't say a single word that he just said. Ladies Doc and gentlemen, I... If, if I said that, I would say it. John Gotti knows that he was thinking it. No, I wasn't, actually. No, He's like, Steph Curry should have been on the Knicks. He should have no. been shooting threes for the no, no, Knicks. No. And, and here's why. That franchise would have ruined him, and it would have pissed me no. off. Oh, they would have found so. some okay. way to try to ruin him. I would like a what-if scenario drawn um, on they if... Would have, they would have... Uh... Trade him away for two first round picks. I don't think what was so. it? Wasn't it like two years before LeBron came? No. Uh, 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 left for uh, Miami. But it was like two nope. years before LeBron left. Not buying but, it. Yeah. Actually, I think more people would have came to New York if Steph joined. But I don't know. The whole landscape of the of his career might have changed. You might be right, but that's not why we're here today. What's changing the landscape of the NBA and the NFL? But right now. Um, it seems like the NBA might be getting hard hit. Yes, with Kobe D. Williams. I I think I said this what last year. I, I mean I've been what saying this often, oftenly, but I talked about how you know it's going to get worse soon. Well, that's like what they say. Uh, I think I was reading, you know. My I, I just I just want to be on record that I don't have the the fortunates of hindsight this time. I've actually said no, this. no. I mean, it's it's almost one of those things. It's like, you know, God said, "Where there be a dark cloud, do you not expect rain?" I mean, I mean come a, on, think it about could just it. Be so a it's dark, like cloudy night. I mean, no, no. <laughs> know what i'm talking about it's like, i mean it could be COVID, it could be snow like like it could be you know we, we just we just had a natural disaster out there in kentucky and we're sending our you know well wishes out to them and our prayers yeah, well out wishes, to them. of course but it's like when it's like when you see certain things you just know now i don't know about the drastic turnaround i know we talked about the slippage yep of protocols being followed um, it, it seems even, like see, the problem is like, and I'm glad you used the word slippage. Yeah, like it slippage. started off as a slippage, and now it's a slip and slide. 
Well, that's why I'm kind of confused because, like, with the NBA, like, so many people are going into the protocol at, at a high rate. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, I take for take, for example, like Chicago, you know, obviously Houston Rockets, right? They played the Nets, what, last week. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, James Harden's in the protocol. So it's like, I would expect that the Houston Rockets would have players in the protocol because, hey, it was, you know, it's within the last week based on the contract, uh, you know, that contact trail that they like to go over. Like, hey, who have you been in contact with? Well, like, the Nets have been in multiple cities. I don't, I don't know if that's as, you know, accurate. Well, that's how, no, but that's yes. how that's how it works. It's like, hey, you know, you tested positive. Where have you been for the last week? Because we have to contact those people. And then those people have to get tested. That's how it usually works. Um, I think um, maybe last, maybe in the spring or something, somebody went to a concert and they were like, hey, somebody at the concert tested positive for COVID and we're reaching out to everyone that went to the concert to to tell them. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. And we talked about this uh, maybe a day or so ago with Iowa, right? I was was telling about the game that I saw on TV and it's like, Mm -hmm. yo, it's, it's thousands of people there. And it's like, if one person has it, which you know people now have these fake vaccination cards and, you know, they're not really caring so much about other people, which is how it started in the beginning. They, they, yeah, I was about to say, right? it, it hasn't changed. It's just the consequences are much other, more grave. I think other countries have figured it out. Like, they figured out that humanity is the only way to stop the spread. It's like, it's not just about giving up the things that you love. It's just about, you know really following that commandment of like love thy neighbor like yeah and they, kinda, not, not they, like they skipped saying, over that they skipped over that yeah thing. and it's like yeah and, and i think that's it it's like hey get to a point where you're like i care about myself i care about the person next to me i care about the people that they're going home to i yeah. care about the people that i'm going home to now i'll be honest when i'm on the field i know that i'm with my girls you know what i mean i'm practicing most of the time distance um, you know, when I go to shake hands at the end, you know, a lot of us do, you know, elbows. And like you said, we're covered up, um, sanitized and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, I, I'll be the first to admit like, yeah, when I'm out in the field, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm not, you know, oversensitive. I know that I'm far away from people. Um, exactly. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. I'm not putting my hand on my mouth. I'm not nope. touching my face. Everything that they said in the beginning, I've stopped doing. I, I, I nipped the bud, biting my nails. But it's like now with sports, it's like somewhere along the line, especially the NBA, because I'm looking Giannis, yeah. Harden, mm-hmm. um, the whole Bulls team, you know, the Knicks. Like I'm looking at some of these teams and I'm like, yo, that's so crazy that this is kind of and they're uh, coming up too. Right. You know, and so it's like, you know, what's really happening? Is this a sign of those particular cities, or is it just, hey, this these particular teams just aren't following the protocol strict enough? Well, I mean, and we're probably gonna get into our next subject because for some reason of we course. end up talking about this way longer than we thought we were. But well, that's just the to, NFL. I mean, I mean, NBA. We haven't got to the NFL yet. Yes, and and that's that's the part that's crazy. Is the fact that this is it just is. the NBA. 
Right, because the, you know, the Browns, the, the, I mean... The, 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 same, the same conglomerate, the same association mm-hmm. that we were applauding for having the bubble, for doing all this stuff that they were trying to do to prevent outbreaks like this from happening. Mm-hmm. Last season, I would say they did a pretty darn good job in helping prevent more outbreaks. And then this season, just throw it out. Just, just. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Like I said, with the Bulls, that's just such a crazy situation, and I, I would like to get, I would like for them to get to the bottom of that of how the whole team contracted COVID. Like I would like for mm-hmm. them to get to the bottom of that because it's like it's not one person who, oh, it's one person one went person. out to the club. It's yeah, it's person. like remember, like remember how it was like LeBron went to a party and it's like a big deal. Like, Hey, LeBron, you went to this party. I don't know if you can play. Oh, we're going to let you play. Don't worry about it. And you were like, Oh, LeBron doesn't have to follow the rules, but other people get kicked out. You got, you know, Daniel house jr. Bringing the lady up to his hotel room. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, the um, standards which that we I always talk about with sports. Yeah. Which I still haven't forgiven for, but that's, the <laughs> <end of it>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but the NFL, man, we got freaking, you know, Baker Mayfield. We got Stefanski. Um, again. Obviously, we had now. Stefanski again. Yeah, but now we have more Ram players, players who just played yep. on Monday night. Yep. So that's where I have an issue because it's like, hey, how is it that they just played but they are now testing positive because it's for... after the game. It's never during the game. That's great. How many? Like how sense. many? I think we only had a few cases where a player, an NBA player, had to leave the game because they found out that he had a positive test. In baseball, we saw that. But see, a lot. that's nuts. See, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, that doesn't make any sense. A lot of this stuff needs to be needs to occur before the game begins. Before it happens, heck, even but they before, do. That's a that's the a thing. Like they the are stadium. testing. Like they should be test. So uh, that's where what the Aaron. That's what then then that's what what Aaron Rodgers says. What Aaron Rodgers says makes sense. It's like, hey, they should be testing. You know, five six in the morning. You know yep. what I mean? And then, you know, like because that makes sense. What he says when you're not vaccinated, you'd have to test super early in the morning. Well, and, but the and thing the, is, and like, at the same time too, now we have to question the accuracy of the test. Does it give you True. does it give you false positives for so many tests to occur? You're going to get some false positives. There isn't a definitive way, and it goes all the way back to the very, very first case. Yeah. There's no definitive way of being able to capture it when it first happens. Because that's what they're trying right. to do. They're trying to capture it before it first happens to add preventive measures around it. But they're unable yeah. to do that. So you could test every single hour, you know, every 30 minutes. It doesn't matter because eventually you're going to get uh, false positives or false negatives. And the player is going to be allowed to play. And now, you know, and thinking about just with, you know, basketball more because they have more interactions with the fans than football players. True. Like, and the ball is being shared more amongst more yes. players. Um, I, I would say that the ball is being shared. And I mean, obviously, I don't know if there is a. I mean, um, hey, we we had a long discussion just last year in the playoffs about some foolish Knicks fan deciding to spit 
spit mm-hmm. at Trey Young. I remember this, yeah. And I literally uh, said, but I don't know they if could they could be charged with assault. They could be charged with, right. you know, aggravated assault Violent. with a biological weapon. No, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, we can go down this hole uh, for a long time, man. I, I think this is one of those things we just have <laughs> we to continue to monitor. We can literally do a whole episode talking about this, about our theories yeah. and, and what we could do. And folks, if y'all want something like that, let us know in the comments. Let us know on our social media. We will do that for you. If you want to hear right. what Dr. Prof has to say about Corona Chan and how it is running a blaze in a team near you, then let us know. Absolutely. But, I mean, moving on here uh, to the NFL here. Uh, quick news. The NFL is raising the salary cap for 2022 uh, raising it $25.7 million from $198.2 million to yep. $208.2 million, which is great for a team like my Buccaneers, uh, who will have an opportunity now to re-sign Chris Godwin was, and some of the other players. I was just about to say that, actually. <laughs> I don't I don't think they're going to run it back a second time, even if they don't win No, it, but honestly, I think, and I'm going to yeah, – this is brief. I don't want to go too far into this. But, I mean, when you look at, like, JPP and some of these people, like, obviously Sue might retire. JPP is not going to get 12 – I mean, I, I wouldn't pay JPP $12.8 no. million again. You know, I might want to bring that down a little bit. Um, or, you know, maybe JPP retires, you know what I mean? You never know, but, uh, cer- certain people like Carlton Davis have to be resigned and some of those players like that, um, you might let go. Um, but I yeah. mean, the rise is good for a team that's looking to rebuild. This is great for a team like Jacksonville who loves to, you know, to overspend, um, a team like the Jets, you know, to reevaluate some things, a team like the, the Washington football team. You know, the Lions, like teams yeah. that need to do a full rebuild. The Steelers, who might need a new quarterback, right? Uh, this is a great opportunity. 25.7 extra million dollars to rebuild their franchise. But for right now, let's get to the power rankings. Let's get to some power rankings. Sitting at number one. Staying you know, at after number one. Yeah, staying at number one after you know their you know their ownership increased, in you know with the Chicago Bears, um, they're getting just a little bit more deep dish pizza. That's the Green Bay Packers who own the cheese. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, and all you had to do was not mock the belt. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Very very true. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, battling the toe injury, um, you know, still playing well and had an opportunity. They went ahead and beat the Bears. They deserve to be number one. Um, and actually, in another, in another Bleacher Report, uh, another power ranking Bleacher Report had the Chiefs at number one, which is very, very interesting. That's why I didn't want to – I didn't look at the rest of the list after I saw the Chiefs okay. were number one. Yeah, I'm like, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of surprised uh, at that at that particular part, but um, we we're not gonna we're not gonna no. go for forward with that one because I was this is like shocked. Only the NFL's one because I yeah I'm very very afraid to look at ESPN. Yeah, that was a rough one. Number two, obviously, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, it says here Tom Brady owns the Bills, moving up from three to two. Always has, always will. I think I said that uh, after the, the game. 
I mean, that's because they said it. I think he's undefeated versus the Bills, I believe it said. Or I, I didn't even know if he was undefeated. I just said that he, he, he always has their number. Yeah, they showed a graphic. You might you might not have, like, heard it, but maybe, it, like, imputed into your brain that he owned them and you just repeated what you saw. Just like, Probably. you know, Tony Romo said that Brashawn Perriman didn't have any targets and everybody well, ran I mean, with it. that was... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, totally he had, again, I know he had targets, but it's all good. Number three here, falling from number two, the Arizona Cardinals. Glad they didn't fall too much because they no. only lost by seven points. It was greedy. That last possession. Um, plus, they was playing against the top ten team anyway. So, like, yeah. drop but I mean, one would be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think um, – and this is where the Chiefs come in, who are number four. They're, you know, they're they're back – uh, I would say not back into the top five, but they're starting to ascend back to the top where people to feel like they belong. But the Cardinals really mucked up that last possession. Yes. Uh, I think the offensive lineman expected him to spike the ball, and he's like running around like a dang fool. Um, but Kyler Murray will grow and learn from this. Um, we'll have to wait and see how this impacts the playoff because the Rams' defense versus – the Cardinals was really, really good. Yes. Uh, and then number four, moving up for number five, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, um, who, I mean, absolutely, uh, you know, lost the Raiders somewhere stop, in the stop. arc. They're already they're, dead. They lost the Raiders in the arc somewhere. Uh, we're not even freaking, you know. Did you just do a Indiana Jones joke? Not even Indiana Jones can find out where the Raiders have been lost. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, 40 to 8 to 9. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It seems like the, the Chiefs are, I don't want to say back, but at least they're no, more they're, they're, confident. They're getting their groove back. And, and having a dominant win like this does a lot for a team's confidence as well. Um, now, I, I will say this. I am definitely looking forward to Thursday's game. Yes. That's going to be must watch because it has all the implications in the world. All of it. Absolutely. Now, I will say that I don't know if the Patriots des- deserve to drop a slot. Um, usually, in these situations, the team usually stays where they are, but um, I get it. They had, you know, the, the bye week. Um, it, was, it was the bye yeah. week plus the, uh, the Chiefs winning big like that. I mean, I guess. Too. Uh, number six, we got the Los Angeles Rams uh, coming up for number eight. Uh, obviously, thirty to twenty-three win over the Cardinals was was really really nice, um, and they won without so many players, um, yep. which is very you know that's very rewarding not only for the power ranking but for the team itself going into the playoff knowing like if somebody gets hurt that you don't have you know you have players that are able to you know fill in. Yep. Um, so I, I was the pretty impressed with up. that. Next, next man up mentality, yes. and it's like you know, the the wheel keeps on going with the broken cog. Just replace it with something else, and it keeps on going. Speaking of a cog that might need to be lubricated, we have the Dallas Cowboys at number seven, falling in, falling from number six. Um, obviously, the Rams played well. The Patriots had to buy, and the Chiefs played well. The Cowboys played good, uh, good enough to win. Yeah. Um, they almost let the football team, the old skins, back into 
uh, the game. Uh, the first half, I turned the game off because uh, the football team just wasn't playing Riverboat Ron football. Um, it was very, very weird. But, um, I mean, definitely shout out to uh, the Cowboys for closing it out. Um, you know, they have a, a, a defensive player in Parsons. Uh, who's wreaking havoc on the league and and they're taking full advantage of it. I would say he could have had a strip the, sack and a, a an interception. Honestly, the, in this game, the the only issue with the Cowboys is consistency. Um, Big time. Both sides of the ball needs to play great. They I don't think it's going to carry over well into the playoffs if the defense no. is playing great, but then the offense is playing you know really lackluster or vice versa. And I think exactly. that's the only problem with them. Um, I'm fine exactly. with them being number seven, but if they don't, mm-hmm. if they don't clean that up, like it's going to be another salty off season for them, for them boys. Fans. Agreed, agreed. Number eight here, moving up from number nine, we have the Indianapolis Colts, a team that benefited again from having a bye week. Yep. Um, obviously, you know, they lost to the the Bucks and then came out and and really dominated the Texans. Right? It was the Texans or Jaguars? Uh, it was the Jaguars. Texans, Jaguars, uh, shut them out. You know, um, but I mean, moving up from, I mean, they're, they're a gritty team. I think that's a team that you don't really want to see in the playoffs um, because they're not going to go out lightly. They have the, they have the pieces. Um, they have the pieces. Carson Wentz is finally making it through a season. Knock on. I don't have any wood. Uh, is there any wood? Uh, oh, no, it was the Texans. Sorry. I'm sorry. They, yes. It I was, was thinking Texas. of um, another team. Sorry. Crap. <laughs> I don't have any wood Colts fans, but there it is. Um, but let's see what happens. Um, they they have some potential. I mean, obviously, yeah, doing everything they need to do for 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 a team uh, that that many thought was dead in the water. Right. They're like, how you like them apples? <laughs> exactly. Number nine here. We got the Los Angeles Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. Eight and five, another scary team. Scrappy. Uh, Justin Herbie Herbert is um, dominating despite not having his top two receivers. Um, I challenged him. I said, hey, are you going to be able to dominate without him? And he said, well, I got a guy named Jalen Guyton that I'm going to hit a strike to for 60 yards on the run while getting hit. Yep. You know, the wind in my face. Yep. And I can't say with something dripping from his eye. I can't say it. But he threw a dime to get them to number nine. But number 10, we got the Buffalo Bills. They deserve to be number 10. Uh, I don't think they should have dropped out. I think they really should have possibly stayed in you know that seven through seven through nine range who would be number 10 then <clears throat> i would say if i had to put a team at number 10 i would say because of the bye week again i mean the bye weeks um i would be inclined to leave Ooh. yeah I probably would have. That's a rough one. I guess they do deserve to eat number ten. Now that I look at it, I mean it wasn't a bad loss, um, but the Chargers won 
pretty big. The Colts won pretty big. I mean, they didn't. Yeah, and the Bills, they didn't lose bad. They actually really, really gritted it out. That's why they, they yep. stay in their top ten. Um, but easily they could have been, you know, outed by the San Francisco 49ers who won a game versus the Bengals that we thought they were going to lose. So, yep. um, uh, so shout out to the Bills for staying in the game, forcing it to overtime. Shout out to the 49ers for, you know, really making a lot of people look foolish. And, and even though they almost let the Bengals back into the game. Well, I mean, they um, let the Bengals back into the game. That's why the game went to freaking overtime. Well, I mean, you know, they still won it. <laughs> That's why I said they almost let them let them back into. I guess let let them win it. They almost let it slip out of their thing. More slippage. There we go. Slippage. Um, Titans number. Uh, you know, move up to twelve from thirteen, and the Bengals dropped from eleven to thirteen after they lost. I mean, I, I like that. You know, two slots. Um, the Ravens for the first time are outside of the top fifteen. Um, obviously, Tyler Huntley is going to be the guy potentially under center. We'll see if Lamar can, you know, battle back. I know you said they're, they're probably going to force him to come back. They're going to try to force him to come back. Which is a terrible idea. And, 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 and the, I don't know if I said it on stream, but I already have really bad RGD flashbacks. You did say that RGD vibes. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, you know, we'll come back tomorrow, right? If I know that people heard this show on their favorite podcast platform, but if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to listen to this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over Thursday night football as well as give you the news, the analysis, and the read.